Once there lived a poor man in a village, working as a water bearer. He had two large pots to carry to his master's house every day. The water bearer hung each pot on the ends of a pole, carried across his back. One of the two pots had a crack in it, which is why the water bearer delivered only one and a half pots of water. The perfect pot was proud of himself and mocked the cracked pot. One day, the cracked pot apologised to the bearer for being imperfect. But the master smiled and said that he knew the pot was cracked and that he had planted seeds on the cracked pot's side of the track. And unknowingly, the cracked pot watered them every day. And because of this, the bearer was able to pick out beautiful flowers for his master's home. Welcome to Creating Happiness. If you're looking for ways to find happiness and freedom, you've come to the right place. I'm Steph and this is Sheila. Hello there. Hello. So we started our episode with a little story, the little story of the crackpot. And this will all make sense as we get into this. Yes. <laughs> yes. We just thought we'll get a bit creative with this because for one, we're very excited about the episode and uh, it'll all make sense. Yes, it will indeed. It will. So, what are we talking about today, Sheila? Well, today we've well we've already done a podcast on um, letting go of being perfect, but actually, what's been coming up for us recently is that feeling of being imperfect. So, we thought we'd delve into the subject a little bit deeper, but from a slightly different perspective. Yes, I feel like right now in this world, there is so much pressure on being perfect, <laughs> right? Yes. So we just thought we have to do another episode on the topic. Yes. Yeah. So, well, first of all, we need to perhaps establish what do we mean by imperfect? Yes, that's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> so we often see ourselves and less than others, you know, or unworthy. Mm. We have a, this idea of perfection, you know, the perfect worker, the perfect wife, the perfect husband, the perfect sister, the perfect dog. You know, everything has a perfect version of itself. Mm. So, so whenever we see what we perceive as someone else's perfection, yeah. that immediately puts us in a, a negative place of imperfection. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Which is absolutely detrimental, isn't it? Yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. We kind of spoke about where does the need of perfection come from, but we'll just summarize it again with a bit more information on the topic. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, well, as we said in the previous episode of perfection, um, a lot of these deep feelings come from our parents mm. and that's not to be critical of anyone's upbringing. It's not to be critical of your mum or your dad or my mum and my dad. They did the best they could. Yes. But they're only doing what they knew. So a lot of times 
children are, are shown to be um, imperfect, if mm. you like. They're never good enough for their parents. Yeah. So have you ever heard the expression like, you know, who do you think you are? Mm. You're not going out looking like that. Um, and, you know, make sure you're good when you go out to a tea party. Yes. All these hundreds of little reinforcements that you're really not good enough. Yeah. You're not perfect enough. So therefore, you're left with the feeling of being unworthy and imperfect. Yes, and there is this feeling also, as you, you're speaking, I'm thinking there, you know, as a child, how can you know anyway what, what the parent is asking you to do? There is no, you know, know. no volume, right? How, yeah. how, how perfect am I yes. from one to ten right now? Exactly, exactly. So, We learn, I call it bend to to fit mm. shrink to fit yes we we try and mold ourselves according to what we perceive other people want us to be or our perceptions of perfection yeah um but there's a whole other aspect which you'll be much better to talk about which is <laughs> social media um having yeah yeah i won't go into why i'm not going to talk about social media at the moment yes yes <laughs> but What about social media? Yes, it's I think it's not just social social media. It's a huge part. But the, you know, television, along with, you know, any streaming service, any out, news outlet, really, in my in my eyes, kind of portrays this idea of perfection in a way or another. Through in, in what way? Through advertisement. Mainly, OK. You know, for example, yeah. I'll give you this example that I absolutely. And you know what? It happened two days ago that I had this in my head. Mm hmm. So I was thinking about getting a new car for myself and I was like, oh, very excited. So I was like, okay, what is it that makes me excited about it? And in my head, I saw this little clip of a car going through a beautiful mountain cliff or like top with all the snow around. Mm -hmm. And after a while, I thought, hang on a second, this is the advertisement <gasps> clip that I saw as a child. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Where they were showing these BMW beautiful, you yes, know, yeah. cars. On, and I'm from the north of Italy, so we have a lot of snow when mm. we go to the mountains and go skiing and stuff. So I realized, oh, my God, how deeply did this affect me? Yes. You see, the thing is, when we're children, we have no benchmark. Mm. We, we, we have only our parents or carers and sometimes our teachers at, at early schools We are so impressionable and we soak up that information, whether it's positive or negative. Mm. So it's not really surprising when you think about it, that that image was implanted into your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So you saw yourself in the perfect car. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How that's that's pretty amazing, really, that this was achieved by advertisement but you know the same goes for so many other things what we wear we see you know these characters on this beautiful film wearing i'm not gonna even name brands you know anything um mm. and you just think that's perfect so that's what i need to do as well and i think yeah and it's like when you <clears throat> think about the story of the crack pot mm. you know we have to kind of embrace our imperfections yes. somehow because What we perceive as ourselves being imperfect, is it really true? What's mm. the evidence? I love that. What's the evidence? Yeah. And sometimes if we question ourselves, there is no evidence. Mm. We're just um, looking at something else as being better than. And is that really, really true? Yep. Like your BMW yes, going up the mountain exactly. top. 
why do we actually find ourselves slipping into that perfect or imperfect aspect of ourselves? Yes, why indeed? Well, I think ultimately is because we just want to be to feel accepted and loved. So you know, we just think if I make myself I shape myself into this way or this other way, I'll be loved by my family, my co-workers, my city, my country and so on. Mm. But that's quite dangerous, isn't it, Sheila? Oh, definitely, because we're giving away our power. You see, those kind of deep feelings come from within us. Mm. We can never find this so-called perfection outside of ourselves. We have to know that we are the best version of ourselves. We're, yes. we're happy, we're content, we're in control of ourselves. As soon as we start looking for things outside of ourselves, that's where we're just giving our power away. Mm. And that leads to... Feelings of unworthiness, actually, mm -hmm. just that. Yeah. Um, which we're going to see ourselves as imperfect at every corner. Yeah, that's that's just, isn't it true that whenever we look for anything outside of ourselves, we do run that risk of losing ground? Absolutely. We? Yes, mm. it all comes from within. Yeah. Check out the podcast where we talk about... Uh, Happiness is an inside job. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's we have introduced uh, Monday snippets in case you haven't uh, haven't seen. So every Monday we it's kind kind of an impromptu thing that we do. We think of an, a a topic and we just record a little snippet and we re mm. we release it on a Monday. So yeah. that's I think that's a Monday episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I think we've discussed the main questions around imperfection, haven't we? Yes. Um, I, again, I draw you, you back to the crackpot story mm. because what the crackpot thought that it wasn't delivering enough water, but actually it was doing something way better, way more beautiful than it could possibly have imagined. That's awesome, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It just proves how sometimes limited our perceptions are as to what our reality really is mm. and how much power we have as well. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 So now we've come to the tips part of our episode. So, Sheila, what, what kind of tips have we got? Well, I love the idea of making a list about everything that you like about yourself. Now, I know that sometimes this is quite a challenge for people. Yeah. But Seriously, I mean, you, you perhaps have beautiful eyebrows or you have beautiful teeth or you mm. have lovely hair. There is, there will be things that you like about yourself. Make a list of them. Yes. How much time do we make lists of things we don't like about ourselves? <laughs> I know. How many? It's like books. You could fill, fill a, a, a library per person on this earth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, just give me a couple of things that you like about yourself. Steph. Well, I like my laughter. <laughs> I think everybody likes your laughter. That's fantastic. Yes. Thank you. Good, good. And I also like the fact that I'm a bit awkward sometimes. You know, I'll say something and it's like, mm, and it's just funny after a couple of days. I'm like, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I was thinking more about my physical appearance. Oh, okay. So um, I'm going to go with I like my hair mm. and I like the fact that I'm almost 71 and feel 
probably late 40s. And you <laughs> and look love splendid. You <laughs> Thank just you. Do. Yeah. So those are a couple of things that, that we like about ourselves. So mm. make a list of what you like about yourselves, whether it's your character, your personality or your physical appearance. Yes. What a wonderful thing to do, honestly. Mm. Mm. And then the next tip is to turn off, please turn off your social media and the TV, especially if you're feeling particularly, um, let's say, sensitive in regards to this specific topic. You mm. know, I'm not saying never turn it on again, but give yourself some time, a break from these um, platforms. Mm. Make a rule with yourself to switch off all devices for at least two hours before you go to bed mm -hmm. so that you're not going to sleep with any negative stories going around in your head. Yes. That's a really good tip. Well, yeah. also, it's absolutely terrible to go to bed after watching, uh, after staying, staying in front of a screen because the blue lights are going to activate your brain and you mm. won't be able to have a good sleep either. Mm. So, mm. yeah. What else? Well, I think ultimately you have to decide whether your feeling imperfect is something that you can personally aspire to, yes. to improve your own well-being. Yeah. And that's perfectly okay as long as you don't sort of wallow in the I'm feeling worthless and less than. Yeah. Because sometimes feeling that imperfection about ourselves is a good thing. Yes. Because it makes us think... I'm going to do more exercise. Mm. I'm going to eat better. Yes, otherwise we would just sit there and yeah. do nothing. Yeah. Or, or whatever it is. So if we take it personally, it's a good thing. Mm. It's when we are putting it out to someone else and bringing it back to ourselves that it's destructive. Yes. And also I think who's saying that you're not being perfect? You know, can you hear your mum's voice or can you hear the teacher's voice? So many times I could hear my, my teacher's voice when I go, oh, you're not so good at math, are you? <laughs> Yes, there is that, isn't there? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's really a, another good exercise to just check in with yourself and say, whose voice can I hear? Mm. Is that your mother? Is it your father? And if it is somebody outside of yourself, stop it. Yeah. Say, sorry, this is <laughs> this, my mind. This is my life. Yeah. Yes. So you, you need to just gently remove that and <laughs> like, yeah. uh, think about whether it's good for you, whether mm. it's creating happiness. Yeah. So, yeah. If it's not, delete. And and finally, I think we if we can embrace our flaws, really embrace them. Mm. Maybe, you know, I've got wonky teeth mm -hmm. and I th I think it's quirky. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Because um when we're happy about ourselves, we actually draw other people to us. Yes. Because people like to be around happy people. So yes. think about that one. If you can embrace what you see as imperfect, people will love you for it. Exactly. And think back at the story, you know. If you think something is a flaw, perhaps it isn't in the eyes of someone else. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, we are beautiful and wonderful and amazing as we are. We truly are. Yes, we are. We're all perfect as yes. we are. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Give yourself a pat on the shoulder for how much you've accomplished. And yes, that's... Yes, I like that. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> so, right. Now we've introduced a, a new section, which is questions from the audience. Right. And we have a question from Gita. 
Mm, yes. And Gita says, what if your happiness conflicts with another's? Is there a compromise? Hmm, what a juicy question. Yes, isn't it? Well, I think ultimately you are responsible for your own happiness. I did struggle quite a bit in my life with this specific topic, you know, thinking mm, this makes me happy, but doesn't make, let's say, my mom happy or my partner happy. And I think ultimately, if you sacrifice yourself for, let's say, bigger things for the sake of someone else, I don't think it'll bring you much happiness in the long term. It hasn't for me, at least. Well, that's what I call shrinking to fit, you mm. see, squashing down your feelings for someone else. Yeah. It never works. Mm -mm. It never works because um, if you're just doing something to make someone else happy, you're very often going to end up resenting them. Yep. It and, will happen. And that's a huge, huge feeling and it's not pleasant. No, also because resentment is quite, it's not so easy to uh, deal with it when, when you get to a point where you're really resentful. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the best solution really is to communicate. Yes, exactly. <laughs> have, a, have a chat with this person mm. and see if you can find um, a compromise that you're both happy with. Exactly. Yes, I think speaking with, you know, having a conversation is always, always the best thing. Words are powerful. Yes, they are. <laughs> so, yeah, this so I, is... I hope that's helped you, uh, Gita. Yes, so, do let us know. Yeah, let us know what you think. Great. So we've come to the end of our episode, but have you got any experience with imperfection? Anything that you'd like to share with uh, um, everyone else on our happiness drive? Do let us know. You can get in touch by going on our website, filling out our contact form, and we'll be in touch as soon as we can. So yeah. And in the meantime, thanks for listening and have a happy and carefree day. <laughs>